Dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly, dilly. <laughs> that was good. That was your boy. Path of Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. The first episode in two years, my guys, or just under two years, just under two years, where we are talking about back-to-back weeks mm-hmm. with back-to-back wins. I need to get a bird down in the chat. You got, you got, you got, you got some. Uh, you ain't got no. You don't have no air horn on that. Oh, me, 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 oh, me. Uh, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like we haven't had that conversation in so long, as y'all can see on the screen. Shout out to the super producer Joel Holt in the building, What's and uh, we got the boy Drewski in the building. Yes, Little sir, Drew, yes, no, just Drew, yeah, just Drew. Sir. Drewski's taken. Drewski's such a great nickname for Drew. We should go by his nickname that I've known since his childhood. Which oh, actually whoa, a pretty good nickname. Whoa, right? what, what, what whoa, we got? whoa, 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 no. That sounded that's, like, that sounded like no, uh, that was not meant to be put no, out on the no, screen. No, 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 public knowledge. No public knowledge. What's the nickname there? What's what's going on? What's... No, nah, it's actually pretty cool. He got a cool nickname. But no, he's no, a, no, 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 yeah, well, very good. Uh, yeah. It's a nice weekend. It's always quick as always, but uh, you know, a victory Monday is always a good thing, right? You can't go wrong with a good victory Monday. Hung out on Sunday with the family, watched yeah. watched the game, and it's like finally, I, I have. I'm proud to wear a jersey, you know. And and, <laughs> and you have, went is that Pep? You went Julius Peppers on that one? Yes, that's all I got. Well, I'm just kidding. I got my I got my custom home, you know, the away jersey, and it I is got some weird peppers. that you do that, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's weird to me. Why? Because I just I would never. Well, one Holt Holt is a very common last name. Yeah, no, it's not. Holt. There's there's been multiple Holts in the NFL. Okay, there's Pierce, never been Pierce one Holt, more in zone. Pierce <laughs> and uh, and and it's <laughs> never. But I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you can get away with it. There's never been one more. If in I zone wore what, what was Tory Holt's number? Eighty one. I think he was eighty one. And Pierce Holt was on the San Francisco Forty yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine ers. There's multiple Holts in the NFL. Holt's a, Holt's a common name in the league. It, it's, it's popped. They up. hit the league. That's not common. And in, 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 uh Johnson is a Lester Holt. Name. Jordan dropping a Lester Holt in there. Well, uh, I mean, that, that's, that's he wasn't a even a player. Thing. That's just your uncle. That's that's he looks name. When I was a kid, I'm like, he looks like my dad. You know, like they look alike, like they could be brothers. But and like, yeah, but no, I don't think no, no relation. Oh, shout out to everybody in what the up, chat, V-Dog? man. We got Chris Raquel in the building, we JC in the building JC. as always. V Dog in the chat, Shay in the chat, man. Uh, who else? We got Sleeping Angels in the building, Mike Davidson in this mug, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Shout out to Javier, but shout out to Javier. What's good, man? Uh, Matt Thompson, Berdan, brother, Alex Big Berdan. We got in there. What's going Steve-O on? Steve O in the building. Y'all know what Steve O on. Steve O. Steve O. Hey, listen. Hey, hey, look. So, so we not talking about the situation, but outside <laughs> oh, of the situation. Oh, that's our guy? Is that no, our boy right no, no, there? No, no. Outside of the situation, uh-huh. they name was brought up. Oh, they brought Steve O, the last person you want to pick oh, a fight with. Oh, he... <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> Steve O, the last person you want to pick a fight with. That's all I'm saying. But hey, man, I love it. Uh, let's jump into the show, man, because listen. Chicago Bears have found winning ways. Can these winning ways continue? We got to look at what we saw versus that Detroit Lions team. The Chicago Bears coming out of that with a dub. It's time for a little uh, recap. 
Let's do it. Uh, let's go. Week 14 recap, uh, Chicago Bears dominating the Detroit Lions pretty much in every phase on the day. I mean, 20, 26 to 13 victory. We have 28? I thought we had 28. Is that 26? what I did? What I did? It oh. might have been 26. I, I think it was 28. I was bro. drinking. Sorry. I feel like you were wrong. Uh, 336 on that 267 yards, 194 passing. I love the recaps always have something wrong with them. Bears dominate time of possession <laughs> yet again. Oh. The, the one thing that I love, <laughs> the one thing that I love is uh, the, the amount of uh, penalties that the Bears had. Uh, four uh, penalties on the entire day, eight for the Detroit Lions. That really does get the job done. When you see an undisciplined Detroit team, felt like the Detroit Lions of old. So love to see that. When you look at uh, this team defensively, Chicago Bears keeping the takeaways prevalent. Two interceptions, one fumble, another three turnovers. Now seven turnovers in what is that, four weeks technically with the bye week for the Detroit Lions. Uh, really did a good job getting to Jared Goff. And the Detroit defense kind of just crumbled in that second half, and, and it was really fun I to see. I like the four sacks, man. Nine quarterback hits. Getting loved to the it. quarterback, man. I loved it. Justin Fields won the day 223 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, 58 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. Thought he used his legs really well. Six receptions for DJ Moore, 68 yards, one tutty, three carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. That was gross. Uh, Cole Komet on the day did a good job being that safety blank for Justin Fields. Six receptions. For 66 yards. Didn't come away with a tutty, but played a heck of a game. And Jaquan Brisker got to be our breeze player of the week on that. 17 tackles. I mean, he was everywhere on the field. You needed a guy like Jaquan Brisker out there, man. Loved what I saw there. And, of course, Montez Sweat. The sweat effect, ladies and gentlemen. Are you sweating yet? Dominating on the day. Helping Justin Jones get a sack and a half. Five tackles in total, one tackle for loss, two QB hits. Thought the Bears' defense did an amazing job. Tremaine Edmonds coming away Seven with another tackles. interception, ladies and gentlemen. Seven, Seven tackles, tackles, one tackle for loss, one interception, one pass deflection. Hey, just did not allow them to be able to get the ball away. So you love to see that. Jalen Johnson also had he's a pick been on the consistent. I mean, he's Listen, been getting them. With pressure, this guy's able to go out there and make plays. That's what you love to see. Apparently, somebody was breathing into the mic real heavy. Uh, Shots on Javier said, "Why did I just hear Darth Vader breathing?" And because then I come, almost had the other beat. Here come, here come. <laughs> oh, is that on the beat? That's that. on the beat. Yeah, it was one of the other beats. It was supposed to be the other one. <laughs> hey, nice. He picked I that up. I thought Drew was leaning in real hard on the mic. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! No, sir. No, 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 no. I would play it, but I don't want to get copyright. <laughs> yeah, now, now he didn't picked out the Darth Vader in it. Now we going now we gonna get a. Uh, Canceled off of that. Right. But no, listen, the Bears absolutely dominate. Bro, 38 to 13, bro. You all over the place, bro. Was it 28 to 13? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you, got, you got to stop drinking and oh, making the transitions, God, bro. Man, sorry, man. Every week. They look great. Hey, the point is they won. <laughs> we did win. But the score is 28 to 13. The God. super producer going hard. Bears scoring in bunches, right, JC? Let's get this off the screen. Uh, right. Now you got to transition it <laughs> off there. 
Um, I mean, listen, to start this thing off, man, first look, off. Look, look, it's right behind you. That is hilarious. Behind you, you is right. One of them, Third time's a charge. You get your, your banner white on, huh? Yeah, third time's a charge. He was too excited, bro. That man, that man did. He didn't add his 17 score the oh, first time. God. He didn't give us enough points to the compensate. He gave us an extra 10. <laughs> uh, Mike Davidson said the glass is hey, undefeated. Hey, Chris, Chris got me. Thank you. Uh, the points we should have got off the top. He's, he's darn right. Hey, the points we should have had off turnovers, bro. I love oh, it. Oh, God. Uh, listen, man, let's let's jump into this. Uh, yeah, Ebony Facts, super reducer with a hard R, man, 100%. <laughs> um, he said he wanted the R. I, he, I felt like he, he felt like I was using too much A on the super. Oh, you know what? The other thing didn't update the other time. So I, I did update the intro, so I got to fix that on the next go around. Oh, boy, here we go. Oh, uh, the so Long Island was winning, huh? So Jones much work. Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, boys, uh, dominant game. Yeah, either way, no matter what the score was, right? 28 to 13 final score. I'm going to go with 28 to 13. Yeah, it was a good score to go with. Um, you you saw this Bears defense, I mean, consistent. Right now, we, we know what the team is. We know what this team can do. The consistency is now spanned across, what, four games we're talking about where yeah. this defense has looked like this. Can the Chicago Bears keep up their newfound winning ways? Do you think that this is something that this team – I mean, when you look at what we saw Sunday versus Detroit, it was just great pressure on the quarterback. It was being able to to go out there and, and break up tough uh, tough passes, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm an, and Tyreek Stevenson, to me, played an excellent game because I felt like there was a lot of baiting with Stevenson. And even when I looked back at the All-22, right, they being a third and long, it felt like Detroit was always trying to throw towards Tyreek. To try and bait the PI. Yeah. He did a great job playing under control in that game. I thought he really dominated that aspect of it as well. Uh, the Montez sweat effect is prevalent. And you know what? In the sec in the first half, y'all saw me on the live call. I was pissed. Couldn't believe that we weren't being more aggressive. In the mm. second half of the football game, Justin Fields throwing the football, moving the ball downfield. Uh, he's been able to execute whatever game plan you put in front of him. Yeah. Consistently. To me, over the last five starts, and I've got some numbers on JF that, to me, really speak to who he is as a quarterback and how he's improving moving forward. But where are you guys at right now with this Bears team? Does this Lions win give you conf more confidence in this team than you had going into the game? Well, I said that Friday. If they win, this is a confidence builder for them. They could essentially go on a run. Uh, what I'm going to say this. It looks like we'll probably keep Eberflus because he's getting better yeah. as a head coach. And you're seeing the effects of, like, yeah, again. That's the question. No, but this is a second-year head coach with a second-year offensive coordinator. Right. with a sec Everybody's new, so everybody's learning and getting right. better. And the team, is they got – the guys have come back. So the I've always liked that secondary, minus maybe, you know, Eddie Jackson. And the linebackers, I'm cool with the line with the linebackers, but we just needed to get more pressure. And now that they've gotten Montez Sweat, he's made a tremendous effect. Imagine what they do when we finally get a three technique and another defensive end, maybe. Yeah. Because you might move Dexter over to the uh, with the under tackle. Yeah. So like I it's like as much as I really want, do I have my Michigan fight song somewhere? As relax, much as I want relax, hardball, it's like it canceled. 
I'm just saying, you know, he's probably going to be here because he's doing a better job. And they look dominant. Yeah. The defense, what made me mad was seeing this pedestrian, weird offensive play calling again. I don't like seeing my quarterback take a, a handoff, run up the gut, and get trucked. He got trucked. It felt wrong. Well, and, and it didn't even what? look right. It didn't even look like yeah. it was a, like he just, hey, just take the ball and run, Justin. Like, what kind of create? I like it when Justin is able to evade the tacklers like he does. He makes he makes the moves and then he's able to either scramble to extend the play. Yep. That's how I want to see him use his legs. Give him a safety valve. Someone's designed to come back and you know he can bail him out to get an extra pass. Whatever. I hate it when they're doing these little basic toss that don't look like there's any uh, creativity to it. In the second half, they came out. They didn't play like some punks and they actually hit these dudes in the mouth. And it was like, thank you. This is what y'all look like against them when you went in De Detroit. And now you're actually looking like a real offense on, you know, when they got here. Yeah. So I have confidence that looking at the way this is going, this is what we wanted. We wanted to see some type of maturation. We wanted to see improvement for the season. And now we're starting to see it. No, 100%. And I, the one thing that I will say is, right, when I looked at how Justin Fields played in that second half, versus how he played in that first half. I thought that there was even a little bit of, he kind of felt what you felt about how Luke Getz, he was calling some of the plays, especially some of those run plays, yeah. because they sniffed him out. And to me, that's a conversation that we're, I'm willing to have on Luke Getze possibly not being here. Is there somebody else that we could find better than that? Even though, yes, that does allow you to take a step back. That does allow you to go in the other direction. But to me, offensively, the one thing with this Bears team that gets me excited is, there's actual talent here. Mm -hmm. There's actual pieces that transcend, to oh. me, bad play calling. When I look at what, – what, what, what? Do we need to show my new roster? Do we need to show – Oh, oh, oh boy. We're, Joel's we're excited. Getting, we're getting Joel's improvement. Excited. Here we go. Boom. Look at that. Boom. Is everybody on here right? Everything is right. You sure? This time. Yeah. Where's, uh, where, where's Deontay Foreman? Well, he's he, they keep having him inactive. <laughs> one minute he's one minute he started. He's the keep, number one this week. No, I kid. I kid. No, no he had like, like they keep messing I with this. I kid. I kid. No, uh, I I think that this is great. Right? I'm moving. I'm moving brisker to Pro Bowl caliber type of player. But yeah. Yannick, average. You know, Andrew Billings, average. Justin Jones moved from bad to average. Yeah. You know, Montez Sweat is definitely a. Uh, did I say a Lucas Patrick's our center or is it Cody White here? It doesn't matter. They're both bad. <laughs> well, they're it is Lucas bad. Patrick. It's Luke. Cody Whitehair basically has a play. I'm just saying they're all bad, but I'll update that too. So dang, I got it wrong too. God dang. <laughs> you you were drinking heavily after a Bears win, my no, guy. No, no, it's not. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victory yeah, he was, Monday. He was excited, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I think that right when you when you look at this team and how they are developing the conversation on flus, and I guess we want to jump into that, right? Like. Was there anything? Was there anything? I'll say this before we jump into Blues' future. Steve O said color was correct at least. It's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Either way, we got yeah, bad yeah. center. Yeah, color was right no matter what. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this before we jump into the Matt Eberflus conversation. The one thing to me that stood out about this game was we've asked the Bears to do certain things. We've asked the Bears to be in, in the in the hunt graphic. Now I think we need to be a little more specific with that. Where the standards <laughs> at? Where the right? standards? Like at? we we might need to be a little more specific with that graphic because. Uh, in the hunt at five and eight was not what I was expecting them to be. But I think we need to be more specific on the in the hunt graphic. 
Uh, or I'm sorry, we asked them to be in the in the hunt graphic. We asked them to develop players. We've seen nothing but player development this season. We've asked them to find a way to get the football to your playmakers. In the first half, it makes absolutely zero sense that DJ Moore gets zero targets and three rushes and one for a touchdown. Yeah, but in the second half, you get them the football, you open things up, you start passing the football downfield, and guess what? Justin Fields is able to do that. Yeah. I And versus a defense that, right, now that the Bears have beat them, this is the best part, right? Now that the Bears have beat the Detroit Lions, the conversation will, will be, here it comes. Prepare yourselves for it, Bears fans, all week. Where's my timpani? Do the Lions do the Lions suck? I, I no, I think they're a good. Well, that's team. that's. But you know that's going to be the conversation, right? Because now the well, Bears. Well, you be, discredit remember, like Washington. Right, Washington was an elite defense. There's no way Chicago can beat them. They're on no, the way no, out. No, no. And then the Bears found a way to beat them, and it was like, what well, is defense? No, no, isn't no. As good as we thought. No, it was. but the defense from Washington to what we've seen now the last few weeks, they've been very dominant. This has been. They looked really good. I'm actually scared to see what like. You, do you realize? Washington? No, no, I'm, our defense. Oh no, no, no! What, what I'm saying? Though, I know is what you're that, saying. Like, when the Bears beat them, yes, then it was a bad defense. It wasn't a bad defense any well, game. You know why? Until the Bears beat them, then it was a bad defense. The, the, the reason why was because Washington had enough chances to win that game, and they shot themselves in the foot, and so we kind of got came out winning that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. They they messed up uh, against like we played like we barely beat you know the Panthers and what have you, but. The defense was shutting them all down. Our offense was just lethargic. Yeah. This, but twice we've made Detroit. It's hard to beat a team twice within a few weeks of each other. And well, they we did. They don't. Well, oh, you're right. <laughs> well, we did. For three, for, for three, <laughs> and, three and three right, quarters. Three and three. <laughs> three. Technically, you're right. Three and three fourths of a quarter. We beat the brakes off the deuce. <laughs> the defense gave it up. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Technically, Joe, you are 100% on point because <laughs> it is very hard to beat them a couple of times in two weeks, and uh, we didn't. And it but was a better butt whooping than it was the first. Well, the first one was that was exciting. The, the first, first one would have been a dominant win. Yeah, this one was. But this one was back. a dominant one as well, right? And I think that they. I, I think here's the thing. My my point is, we've asked them to learn from their mistakes. Have the Chicago Bears learn from the mistakes that they've made in the past? To me, I look at that Vikings game. I asked J-Mac about it. I've asked Lance about it. They're kind of like, eh, you know, you're kind of just worried about the game in front of you. But there's always this conversation on learning to win. Yeah. So and when I talked to Yurko about learning to win, he was more so on the once you get that and once you figure that out, then you can start to close out these games. I think the Bears have learned to win in two games in a row. Yes, one of them, a very poor scoring game. And the, that game versus the Lions. And, yeah, I think you have to say it, right? Like, Matt Eberflus is trending in the right direction. Yeah. Matt Eberflus is looking like – and now here's my question. Matt Eberflus looks like the D.C. that the Chicago Bears need. Is he the head coach that the Chicago Bears need? He looks like the D.C. we need, right? But he wants to be the CEO of this whole program. The CEO does not call plays. No, not necessarily. Do we have a do we have a great play caller or do we have a up and coming head coach? That's my question right now. Well, and that's the question that I'm going to have until we see somebody else call the plays cuz guess what? 
And in my opinion, Andy Reid's one of the greatest play callers of all time. Uh, a few guys have called. Plays. Guess who's not calling plays right now? Uh, Andy Reid. Knows calling plays? He needs to. Matt Nagy. Yeah, and he needs to. No, I have a theory. And on top of that. I have a theory, on, on, hey, that, I have, I have a theory on that, by the way. Are <laughs> you seeing the, the effects of not having the talent that you need to run your squad? Yeah, 100%. Like, yes. they don't have the receivers. Those guys are making boneheaded mistakes. <laughs> They lost a few games the Chiefs have yeah. because their receivers can't catch. It's like you, the great and all-powerful, mighty uh, uh, Pat, Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, when you don't have all your old pro, pro guys around you, it's really hard to win. And I'm just saying, you got to have talent. He's talented. Listen, the guy's got to catch the ball. My theory on that is that <laughs> – and I, I, I asked J-Mac about this. I said, I don't know Andy Reid. You know, J-Mac's rookie coach was Andy Reid. And I said, I don't, I don't know him, so I don't know if he would do this, but is he letting Nagy call these plays now and so consistently because there are no wide receivers, so he knows no matter what he call, he draws up, they're not going to be a good offense, so he don't want that on his resume. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt, that's going under you again. Yeah, yeah you're going to take this L. <laughs> hate to tell you this, Matt, but that's all you, my boy. Yep. But, no, I just – I mean, listen, Flus is trending up. You can't say that he's not, but to me, he's trending up as a DC. What's, no, his, best, what's his best head coaching quality? I don't know. I'm not in the room. I, he's I'm not, just saying, he's like, not as great. A, as he as doesn't head, exude confidence to me on the pressers. He's, uh, where's he? I don't know. What's up yours? You know, what's up yours? You know what I mean? What, I don't know. What is, what is Mike Tomlin's best head coaching quality? I mean, he exudes what looks like a true leader in the locker room. And it's probably some form of discipline or whatever. I think that as he's learning, like, we don't know what's going on, that maybe he's commanding more respect for this team. They're buying in this whole hits principle because it looked like a joke for about the first four or five, six weeks. You know, the fact that, like, did you lose the locker room? Like, what was going on? So yeah. something's clicked. My, my point is that when I asked you about Mike Tomlin, something instantly came to your brain. If I ask I you about you, Bill Belichick, something instantly comes to your brain. When I ask you about Matt Eberflus, you think more of how he's leading the team as a defensive coordinator. And yes, he is trending up. Yes, I do believe that if he wins out, you're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears head coach next season being Matt Eberflus. My question is just, is he the leader that this team needs or is he the defensive coordinator that this team needs? And for me, I if I'm talking to, to uh, Matt Eberflus next season, if I'm Ryan Poles and we sit down at the end of the year, Depend, no matter what the Bears do, right? And, and I think here's the thing. No matter what the Bears do, Matt Eberflus has called a good defense this season. Since Allen Williams has been gone, Allen Williams calls the same defense as Matt Eberflus, but he doesn't call it the same way. Yeah, but I don't think and that I works. Think that that's the that's the biggest difference, right? Flus knows how to call this defense to the effect that it works for the players that he has, which is something that Allen Williams couldn't do. And was something I thought Matt Eberflus couldn't do at the beginning of the season, and he's turned into that level of player. Yeah, but I don't think that it works like that. Well, you're saying, I mean, it would be great to keep him as just be the DC and he's an assistant. Uh, well, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying keep him as DC. He's the head coach. Right. He's the head coach. My question is, is he that are you keeping him because you feel confident about him leading a team? I think or are you keeping him because you feel confident about him leading a defense? They're gonna they're gonna sit there and he's gonna get the credit for all of that. The whole point is that. As the head coach, everything like you, he's a CEO and also he's the coordinator. So he's going to, you know, get the credit for turning his team around, building the momentum. Uh, 
I would like to see it at a minimum that we get another offensive coordinator, but that's still hard. Like yeah. if now you got to have Fields learn another system if he's still here. Because if we get a new head coach and whatever, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what yeah. I don't want. know what's going to happen. Pie in the sky for me is is getting our boy um, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh and why can't I Roman think? Roman Greg Roman like. I think he could take Fields and do exactly the stuff he did with Kaepernick and stuff he did with Lamar Jackson, yeah. if not do a little bit better because I think he's a better passer. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just – to me, I my concern with this is do we bring Flues back and Flues is a great D.C. but not a great leader. And <laughs> even to that, right, like the, the one thing Lance said was now you know what Flues can do. You know Flues can call a defense. But you don't know all the way – what he's capable of because coaches have to this is his first head coaching so he's kind of learning on the fly too there's some so, development so all of them so he might end up being what we can do be a capable head coach he just has to fix the offense problem so that that's going to be if he stays that should be his main focus for the offseason that's the bumps and the bruises of again getting these rookie unknown untested coaches yeah. and so hopefully i mean look It'll be nice. Like, okay, this is like Lovey 2.0. This team is starting to remind me of the Lovey team with a slightly better offensive uh, game plan because we're kind of doing more of a. a I, I feel like slightly is. T- I'm not gonna lie. This as bad as Getsy is, it's a better offensive game plan. No, it is because like Lovey lot. couldn't get an offensive <laughs> by, coordinator. By a lot, yeah, <laughs> we have a we have a much more we have the ability to have a much more dynamic offense this iteration. But that defense, I mean, once we get that three technique and another defensive end, oh, because now we have a safety. We lost Mike Brown like six games into that 05, 06 season. Hey, Jaquan Brisker be out a lot too, though. I'm just saying. Jaquan but we, Brisker be – he be hitting people so hard, dog. He he be out a lot too. But That's yeah, what I we feel. need. But that's – you need that secondary, that dude that can play uh, safety. Well, safety. We need that guy yeah. to, to play. And so if we – will be drafting one this year for but sure. But if we, if we could get – we were talking about that earlier, like, you know, is it Chop Robinson as a defensive end? Is it that Jerzan uh, or John? I think they call him Johnny, the Illinois defensive tackle. Yeah. Actually, we'll talk about that. In, uh, we got we got a segment to talk about that later. But getting a couple more pieces for that squad, we're this is what I want to see us doing. Now, we still need to win. I don't want us to finish. And now we got this whack pick. Matter of fact, where we are with the uh, draft watch? As a matter of fact, oh yeah, where's the draft? The draft watch. I made sure that was right. That's for sure. Hey, hey, Steve-O said Brisker is crash bandicoot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we're. I'm telling y'all, we're gonna probably end up with like the 12th to 15th pick. They're gonna end up, you know, right outside the playoffs if they make this run. And uh, but we got I don't know if we end up even that far down because look at that Vegas five and eight Jets five and eight Chargers five and eight. Yeah. And the other teams are six and seven. I would assume the Chargers are going to keep winning. Jets probably not. Vegas, I think, probably gets another win in there. Bears probably get another win in there. But I think maybe like I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans put on a show tonight. Slick sophistication. Who do you like as a three technique? You think that uh, are you thinking that that uh, Dexter's a three technique? Because yeah, we don't have a three tech. On we don't have one yet. He's we a, don't have a three tech on this mm-hmm. roster. Javon Dexter's trending in the right direction. He but is. That's still that's still a lot of development away. But you should see. I mean, he's. I think he's the Tank Johnson, Booger McFarlane guy, and we get that three technique dude. You think he's a nose? Yeah, I think, you think so. He's a nose like under tackle next technique. to the three technique. Yeah, I think so. I think he's trending the right direction. I also think that's the Montez Sweat effect. Sweat, so. sweat. 
<laughs> I love that on ESPN, bro. When they do that, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, they got that. Shout out to uh, my guy, the guy, the beat man over on uh, over at ESPN 1000, uh, bro. Like he got he clipped that perfectly because the second we traded for Montez Sweat, that was the first sound that popped in my see, head. I'm gonna go P Sweat. <laughs> you say no, you know the girl I'm ready to yeah, make. Yeah. You sweat. That's the joke. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I love it. Boom, boom. Don't hurt yourself, Joe. I'm, I still got it, less though. shoulders. I can still you, You'll hey, pull a shoulder right now. What is that? Keep it tight. Keep it tight, <laughs> Keep, it, Keep tight. it tight. Come on. <laughs> Keep it tight. Don't do too much. <laughs> Keep it tight. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I agree with you. I, I do think Flus is trending in the right direction. And the one thing for me about Flus that to, is – here's the one thing, right, that you can't deny. That is something that the Lions have done, which coming into this season we talked about – Everybody said this. I hope the Chicago Bears, or I think the Chicago Bears, can be the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. They're still competing. They're still fighting. Four and eight teams give up. <laughs> Steve, buddy. Four and eight teams give up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's not. It's not even a surprise. Four and eight. The season's over. We're done. We're uh, so we give up. Now, granted, the mediocrity in the, the league parity of the league is why comparative, yes, or competitive, right? Like you, you can look at some again, looking at your top ten right now, right? The Jets are in there, all of that. The Chargers, teams that you didn't think would be in there. Everybody had the Chargers pegged as a top five team in the NFL as a whole. They're a top ten team in the NFL draft, right? Mm -hmm. But when you look at this Bears team, the question on the table, of course, is can the Bears win out? But what happens if the Bears win out? Who stays? Who goes? That's the greatest question right now. I love that. You know, shout out to the. Did you get this right? Let me look here. Right I got now. it I think, right. I think this one's right. This one's it. good to go. <laughs> the games are in the right order. I got it. I mean, listen, you got Cleveland coming up next. You got Arizona. You got Atlanta. You got Green Bay to finish the season. How Bears of it would it be to win the next three games and then we lose against the Packers? But uh, hopefully, right, like, can the Bears win out? That is the real question right now. And I'm going to tell you this. If the Bears went out 9-8, and eight, not only is everybody coming back, you might have a buy-in. You might have a double-down contract extension, all of that. Mm -hmm. You're picking up Justin Fields' option. You're not asking questions anymore if the Bears went out. But question no, on no, the table, we don't have four do games, that. can the Bears win out? You don't have to pick it up till 2024. We don't. and the, Right I, after the draft, pretty the much. The other thing is this. Like if you're playing this, like y'all got a playing long ball. We're not talking about building this team for right now. This is like you're building the foundation. They should draft a quarterback if Fields is not the guy and they're not confident in him. Yeah. Next year is when you need to trade a draft because now if it's the fifth year option, you got your you got this quarterback sitting right, and he sits that rookie year. So he comes in after the fourth. After next year, you draft him. So if you don't want to extend him after his fifth year, you got yeah. the quarterback sitting for at least a year ready to start, and we move on. That would be the smart, prudent thing to do, in my opinion. The one thing I love, right, I said this on the radio yesterday, Yurko talked about until the Packers, he always, he's always talked about this, until the Packers find, John Yurkovich, former NFL player, if y'all don't know, Carmen and Yurko. Is his name stuff. dropping like that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, all right. He talked about um, how the Packers went about it. I don't agree with this personally with where the Bears are now, mm -hmm. but he said the Packers drafted a quarterback every single year 
until they figured out if they had the right guy. Mm -hmm. And you're as I said that on the radio, he even texted me and said, even when they had Favre, Detmeyer, Brunel, Doug Peterson, Kurt Warner, Matt Hasselback, Aaron Brooks, still trying to make sure that you have somebody on the roster that can play. Mm -hmm. Of course, Hasselback, Aaron Brooks, Kurt Warner, Doug Peterson, those are all guys that actually got a little bit of time at starting. Kurt Warner ends up being a, a star in L.A., all of that stuff. Right, Matt Hasselback, great time in uh, – was that Seattle? Mm -hmm. Seattle. Oh, oh, he, he, he's the one that shot himself in the foot, didn't he? He did. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. win this. Uh, we, we want the ball and we're gonna win. I mean, he's he, he was Pow. Hyped. he was hyped. I mean, you know. Hey, no, hey, hey, you can't immediately throw a pick six on the first well, play. That's the problem. <laughs> threw a pick six. <laughs> that that's the problem. Oh, immediately threw a pick six on the first play, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love the confidence, Matt, but that was terrible. But I no, think but like the, th that's the, that's how right they went about their that's how they went about addressing the future. But, so even if the Bears go nine and eight, maybe that's a path that Ryan Poles looks to take. Now none of those guys first round guys. Right. You're talking about right. later rounds. We're gonna pick somebody here, pick a guy here, pick a guy here. Right. Even technically that started this year, right? Undrafted rookie, Tyson Bajan. You, gotta, you pick him up. He comes in four games. He looks uh, uh, solid for four games. Love it. But I think the other issue is that they have a system and they've been able to cultivate. They know what works, right? This could be the first time in a while that we have a system. It would be nice because you need consistency, right? Yeah. You got to have something in where this is what we run. This is our system. Like Shanahan, this is my system. The Packers, this is the system we're running. Um, to your point, all those guys, even with the homegrown, you know, that came from the Bill Walsh tree, all that type of stuff. All those guys are under that umbrella of like, this is how it works. So are we in a position where do we actually know and can identify the right talent that we need? So do they believe in fields? I think you can do it, you know, but, you know, it's, it's such a weird 50 50 thing. Some yeah. people, if you defend Justin, you know, you're an idiot and other people hate him or you just love him. It's like there's no in between. And it's like, I want to believe in the guy because yeah. I think he can. He's got way too much athletic ability. He can throw. It's just we want him to process a little bit faster to yeah. get that ball out in certain instances. Yeah. But he can make plays. He can break it down. Well, and I, th I think that's that's why, to me, right, when I look at, you know, can the Bears win out, I look at the first game. Cleveland, that's your toughest matchup. That's going to be Can tough. you find a way to win that game? You still got – I mean, listen, Joe Flacco might come back to earth without his defense is playing. You love the fact that you're going up against Joe Flacco and not Deshaun Watson, right? But Joe Flacco balled out. Joe mm -hmm. Flacco's excited to be back in the NFL. But they probably haven't seen Joe Flacco, so they don't know how to scheme for him yet. Because he's seen he, Flacco. No, Fluce is, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Flacco no, in no. Uh, I'm saying he balled out. Wasn't he, he in Indy for a little while? I think he's been chilling. No, he's been chilling this year, but wasn't he in Indy with – didn't he have a stint in Man, Indy? I didn't even he know he was still playing. I didn't know he was still available. He wasn't. <laughs> my point is like – He wasn't. It's the, that the whole point is the element of surprise. Okay, they don't know his anticipation, his 100%, 100%. moves. So it's like he's he's hot now. Now, again, the cover two defense beats bad quarterbacks. Yeah. This is the problem. Cleveland has a tight end. If Flacco is – because he has experience, if he can find those little sweet spots in the cover two – we could have a problem or he's not that great and we're going to beat him anyways. Yeah. But are we going to do the same thing that the stinking, that the, the gets he did against but the Vikings? Here's the thing. And everybody, screen pass to death. Everyone's seen Flacco. 
So Flacco's not under he, – he's not a surprise. It's not like Flacco hasn't been in the NFL for five years. True. He was on the Jets last year. He played a good time. He's been on the Jets last, what, three years? And he's played oh, every yeah, season. yeah, 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 you're right. You're he's right. played every season. So everyone's seen Joe Flacco. So it's not like he's going to surprise you with this. I think the question mark is can you get pressure on Joe Flacco? Can you disrupt his game? And you know the defense that you're playing over there is I, – I mean, outside of Dallas, are we saying they're the best defense in the NFL? Yeah, well, we're they up are. there. They, I, th they I thought we are. are we the number yeah. one. We're number one. We're rushing, rushing, rushing right now. Rushing. We're number one, which that's great. Which is great. It speaks to us. Where, they don't have where are we in the past? I think like twenty fourth. Like yeah, we're hundred percent. I, I, like I, 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 I think he's. I think Drew's on point with that. I think we're. He's our new stat guy. New stat guy. Sorry, Jordan, you're fired. Sorry, Jordan. I hate for you to find out this way. But no, I, I. I mean, oh like, snap! Flacco has never not he he went at the Baltimore, Denver, and then New Jersey. The yeah, he's Jets. been in the league every year. He just, this is first league not in the year or not. This is first year not in the league. Well, no, he's, for extended time, he was on his mama couch two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Oh, he got and then up. when yeah, yeah, Deshaun yeah, yeah, went yeah. down, they mm. called him in because they knew they had nothing there. <laughs> Jordan, it was a good run. <laughs> Jordan, it was a good run. <laughs> <laughs> had a good run. <laughs> You can't dismiss the Niners defense. Either way, right? Top, it's a top three defense in the NFL. Yeah. No matter what you say, it's a top three defense in the NFL. No, that and so you've got to great. figure out how to beat that. You know, you got Miles Garrett coming in. That's terrifying because he's probably going to attack either Braxton Jones or Nate Davis all day. Oh, yeah. He's one Niners, of those guys that defense. he can play at every spot. He picks the right side. He picks the weakest lineman. He does what uh, I don't know who started it, but I know the, the moment I noticed it was J.J. Watt. J.J. Uh -huh. Watt used to go to every single offensive lineman. And whoever played him the weakest, that's who he played on the entire day. Well, that's smart. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Miles Garrett is going to go to every single offensive lineman. And he's going to probably stop one Braxton or so Nate So he's going Davis. to Braxton Jones. Or maybe Nate Davis. Nate Davis got dog walked versus Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Well, hey, Davis got dropped like that Cubs basketball that we don't know where it's at. I'm that the middle of that line was still looking bad. Like we still have line issues when I watch this team. Like I know that we're trending up and I can't wait for them to fix this offensive line. Yeah. Because we still have problems with that. It's hard to sit there and and dog Justin Fields out because he he got to get the ball quicker. That joke, do you see him shredding tacklers off of him? He's that strong and big where he he's juking these guys off of there. And they're all on him. There's times where not, there's one or two where he's holding the ball, supposedly, yes. Yeah. But there's other times where he don't have the time. So it just depends. When they when they send that pressure, it, how well does the line hold up? And I've seen him really get pushed back into, you know, back into the into the pocket. <laughs> Kid said if Joe Flacco carve us up, we trash. <laughs> who did he just beat? Who was the who was the team? I don't know why I'm blanking on. Uh, they ju he just threw. He literally just threw for like three hundred yards and two tutties yesterday. Yeah. Um. But it, I I don't know if that's long term. You know what I mean? Like that. Everybody. Every now and then he's a backup now. You know what backups do? They get you a game. They you get you a couple them. of games. Right. Because you don't expect them to. Do you don't well. expect what they what they're able to bring. And so, maybe maybe that helps us. Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Shout out to the chat. Um. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's. Hey, uh, Roshan's gonna be busy. Against Cleveland. No, and that's what I said. You have to go max protect the whole game. Against that dude, he's a problem. You need to literally, 
I don't know. If, of course, you don't go max protect the whole game, right? But you need to literally have two guys and a running back to chip dedicated. To I got. Miles I got an idea. No man. matter where it's at. I got an idea. What if they play away from them? <laughs> like, how about you go to the other side and roll out away from the monster that's coming to get you? You know what, though? I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Like, hey, yeah, that would have helped that's versus Nagy. No, no, that would have helped versus Nagy for sure. Uh, what also would have helped versus Nagy if 40-year-old Jason Peters wasn't no, the one trying to block him that game. I'm talking about this. Uh, who cares about Nagy? He's, he's, he's killing Patrick Mahomes down there. <laughs> I'm talking about right now here. <laughs> this, he's this, killing Patrick Mahomes. Can we get like a little drop out, a little fade off to the side, a little yeah. wheel route to the other side of the yeah. all-pro guy, please? Well, that I think that's that's the, the concern there. But realistically, right, Cleveland is the first game that scares the heck out of us. You find a way past Cleveland. Are you scared of the other three? Oh, uh, Steve-O brought up Mercedes Lewis. Wasn't that so awkward with Mercedes Lewis, that one play he had? It was like, what is this? It didn't even look right. Right. So, I got I to gotta, I gotta show this. I showed this, right? We got reenactment. Let me Mercedes is old. He's, he's old. I didn't he's know he old, that. right? Yeah. So, I rewatched the play already. So, Mercedes is supposed to go out. Boom. Set his block. Pop out. Right. You set the block like this. Yeah. So the defender don't get here. Yeah. Because then Justin Fields got to go. No. What the? <laughs> like, that's what happened. Like, they came to the right side and Mercedes said, I don't know. I, yeah, he, hey, he was shocked. Hey, I got it. Hey, he caught the ball. That's all that matters. That was an odd, like, sequence. It just didn't – it was, like, so slow and slow developing. But, hey, you know what? We got – he made something happen. Bro. I'm, I'm proud that Fields didn't have any turnovers like that. He didn't have any receptions. It was – he's he, – it was encouraging of a game for sure. Yeah. He's growing as a quarterback. You know, he's not going to do everything right. This is – he's theoretically his third year. I, I love him, but he showed some <laughs> growth. That's that's better than what's coming out in the draft right now. He's throwing more. He's already he's already improved his passing from the year before. Yeah, and I think this is the year three coming up. That first year doesn't necessarily count. He wasn't even supposed to play, but it is what it is. Well, so let oh, me, no, no, oh, but we might get accused of being, you know, too, going too easy. <laughs> we, we're on not that. even talking oh, about okay. that. We're not even talking about that. We're not even talking about that. Let uh, let Stevo get to him. <laughs> My bad. Tracy Ellis Ross popped up on my phone. Real quick. That algorithm is hilarious. That algorithm yeah, is crazy baby. right <laughs> now, dog. Um, hey, Ebony Sales, to your point, I like Trubisky. My problem with Trubisky was they I felt like they didn't scheme for his talent. They yeah. were trying to force him to do something that he he's not as good of a passer to me as the eye test. We've seen a lot of bad quarterbacks. I know I have. He didn't have an accurate deep throw. And he didn't. He wasn't able to also process as he well. Had one, he had one pass that could have saved his career, but they threw it to Javon Williams. So, but my point is that I I could roll with Trubisky. I would have been happy if we kept developing him. But he regressed. Yeah, he regressed as a quarterback. What we're seeing with Fields, he is also a, literally didn't have a a coach that cared about him. Right, but like all those like all the stuff that came out, like literally, yeah, Matt Nagy hated this man. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a different level of of I'm gonna go out there and like try and mess up your career. He hated Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. So that that's yeah. I mean, like that's that's my issue there. Uh, but what I will say is this, right? To speak to 
And of course, we gotta we gotta sit here and talk about. Let's finish it out here, right? Oh, what's our next topic? Uh, well, well, let's finish out the topic. Oh, now. okay, yeah, yeah. The last three games, Cleveland's the toughest game. I think with Joe Flacco in there, the Bears can win it. It may be a, it may be a Minnesota game. I think it, it may be a Minnesota game. But see, I don't want a Minnesota. This is my point. Stop playing scared. You when, you have to you have but to here's come the problem. When punch. you have somebody who can be in your face as much as Miles Garrett does and the rest of the dogs that they have on that defensive line, it's not just Miles Garrett, he's just a huge part of it. There it's is it, something to it, be it, said about the pressure that they can get on you. You have to have plays that are quick plays. That, quest that usually ends up being uh, uh um that usually ends up being the slants screen passes, show, different things like that. But my point is show some creativity. Come out there aggressive enough, not scared, and now you want to play, like you said, playing turtle, yeah. playing not to lose. We're trying to just going to protect the ball turtle, all day. Turtle, turtle. Yeah, let's do, a, let's do a screen pass on third and set, you know, eight. It's like, yeah. dude, you get, you're killing me. This was a much – the second half of this game showed me, and then the three – in the half quarters of the uh, the first Detroit, yeah, yeah. you know the Washington game, the the Denver game, you can come out, show something. This is the Justin Fields can shed everyone up game. Yeah, this would. That's what really. Yeah, that's what I this really is. This yeah. is the Justin Fields can shed everyone up game because in Justin's last eighteen games, twenty six touchdowns, twelve interceptions, eight of them rushing. Uh, eight of the uh, touchdowns are rushing touchdowns. Ninety two passer rating. 3,183 passing yards, 4, 000, over 4,000 total yards when you add in rushing and different things like that. I agree with Justin. Baki. I agree with Baki because it's the same thing. Because our, our offense is so odd, we don't have the running game has not been established. It's not consistent. Yeah. I like Dante Foreman because he really looks he's a he can break enough tackles with the setbacks that we have on our offensive line. I hate seeing Tevin Jenkins on the left side. I want him back on the right. Because it looked like they can actually open up some lanes for the running back. Yeah. Which how, how about we do a draw? <laughs> no, simple, they did that the fields. Simple, have they, no a simple running back draw. <laughs> That's how you beat the pass rush. Yeah. The draw. Yeah. That goes back to Hallis Hall football then. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, no, a hundred percent. Like, and and I think that, that is that is something that to me, the Bears have not done well. They have not schemed well. I think that that's been the biggest problem. Our biggest problem with Luke Getze um, is that, you know, the the Minnesota game, I don't blame Justin Fields for how poorly the offense looked. Yes, did Justin Fields look bad? 100%. Why did Justin Fields look bad? Well, Justin Fields looked bad because we were running 16 screen passes. Justin Fields looked bad because we weren't trying to throw the football down the field. Yeah, I Justin Fields looks bad because we're not trying to attack. And the one time that we ask them to attack is when it's up. He drives you down the field and he gets you in field goal range. You end up getting a touchdown. Hey, that dot that he threw the second half of this football game. Mm -hmm. He drives you down the field and gets you in position for multiple <laughs> touchdowns. Jake he goes Reeves. 15 for 25 in the second half. Like he he went four for eight in the first. Oh my God, it's like what do y'all what do y'all want? Yeah, he got to play defense and offense. To, to prove that he can play. Yeah. Like, look, my point is this. As long as this line's got red and, and a lot of blue on there, we, we got to get – I'm putting – I might put Braxton – you know what? I did mess up. Braxton Jones is back to average. God dang it. I got to fix that again. 
I'm sick of this stuff, man. We got to get this line better. I don't want that on there. Can the Bears win out? Yes, they can. Possibly. But the whole point well, is Well, that's that, the other thing, right? When you look at the last three games, I think they can beat Atlanta. I know they can beat Arizona. Even as bad as we've been, we should be able to beat Arizona. Well, they have Although bad, Kyler Murray might be able to run around, run rampant on you, but it's going to be December. Look, Jared. It's, it might be cold here a little bit. It might be a little cold. Well, we, we can win those two games because they don't have good quarterbacks. Yeah. The issue is, will Jordan Love, will the Packers be, pre, you know, prepared? Uh, that would suck. Like, they got to be. They have to be Green Bay. Like, they already lost. We lost them in the opening season. They have to win. To me, everything's – Cleveland and Green Bay is where it's all about. Because yeah. otherwise, if that means they lose those games, and can I get – where's my – can I get my Michigan song? I have it. It's right here. Can I get it? You know what I'm saying? Give me my guy. All right, anyway, so the point is that I want a real coach in here. Hey, I will say this, though. Shout out to Rajan. I, I don't disagree with this. What? He says, no, the Bears can't win out. The Browns and Green Bay have their number. Now, I would hope that they can win out. I hope that they can beat the Browns with Joe Flacco, even though that defense is elite. And I would hope that they can finally find a way to beat Green Bay. But just like we I, – I can't say – that he's wrong. Mm -hmm. When I look at how we played Detroit twice and I look at how we played Detroit the entire time, Dan Campbell has been there. Yeah, We've just been able to compete with Detroit. Yeah. No matter who's the quarterback, Mitch killed him. Mitch destroyed Detroit. Yeah. Anytime he saw him. Right. Looked at him. I think I think Detroit beat Mitch Trubisky one time in his career. I remember that Tampa Bay game. Too, he he lit up Tampa Bay. Remember, like yeah, but that was pre-Tom Brady. That was still uh, Jameis was there. there was I'm not counting Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm I mean, that was, that was just, yeah, I mean, that's a little. He's different. had good games. Nick Foles also beat Tampa, but yeah, I mean, four. The whole the whole point you is, I mean, wasn't it wasn't it uh, fourth down in the fourth down? I, the whole, I don't know. But the whole point is, I want to see this team against the better competition and beat them convincingly, not. Running scared and getting you know running out of there with a victory type of crap. Well, and and that's that's why I say and yet, but well, here's the thing: any way that you can get a victory versus what I would say is arguably a top three defense in the NFL, you take it. Yeah. Whether it's Justin Fields running the ball, whether it's Justin Fields passing the ball, whether but the the thing is, you want to get out of there with mistake free football. They force you to make mistakes. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, you you definitely want to be smart. You don't want to put the emotion inside of things if you can be methodical. It's always the best thing to do, right? But uh, the whole point is that we got to – I want us to – I want my team to look like they belong there. I want how the 49ers dismantled the Eagles. You're talking about two top teams, and and they, they it was a knockout, drag-out fight, but then the 49ers demolished them after a while. Like, yeah. I want our team to be dominant like that. I don't want to have – Middle of the road type of team. Oh, this is the nice team that goes to church with the McCaskey family. I don't want none of that. Yeah. What do they say? I don't. I want my linebackers to eat with their hands, not with their with the forks. <laughs> I, I, I can deal with the linebackers. I just want the offensive linemen not to do it. And I think that we got that. I will say that. I think that we have that with our offensive linemen. My favorite quote from Matt Eberflus that we got uh, interviewing him uh, on ESPN was: uh, "Tevin Jenkins is the prick that this team needs." <laughs> Huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> not, exactly. not, not Tevin Jenkins. I'm sorry. Darnell Wright. He said Darnell Wright is the prick that this yeah, team Yeah, we need mean <laughs> dudes like, that want to punch you in the mouth. No, it was like Jesus, bro. Like uh, that's how you're gonna describe him. Yes, he, he's the prick that this team needs. And, and and to me, right, like you need more of those on a football team. 
You do. And I and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. I think that I think clearly based on this conversation, Cleveland is the team that still scares us most. Outside of that, you've got Arizona here in the winter. You've got Atlanta. I believe that's also here in Soldier. And then you've got to go up in Green Bay. Yep. Can you find a way to win? Can you find a way to get it done? And in the second half of this season, can you answer all the questions? Is the Browns defense better than the 49ers defense? You know what? I would say the Browns defense is better than the 49ers defense. The 49ers just have the 49ers offense to make it look a lot better. Yeah, Browns don't have an offense at all. Cleveland's the number one defense in the league right now. Yeah, they're they're pretty dominant. Niners are up there. Yeah, I I mean, I would say I would say they're probably two. I would still maybe put the Niners ahead by a hair, but only because I know that there's an offense for the 49ers that will be able to overcome any issues that that defense does have. Cleveland's literally just getting through games by the by the skin of their teeth off of the defense. So I give like Cleveland's a Cleveland's a really really good defense. So to me, I think that's uh, that's that's a big question mark. But outside of that, can the Bears win out? If you get through Cleveland, to me, sky's the limit. We'll see. Uh, let's see what we got so far. Uh, it looks like, like you said, Cleveland is number one yards. That man wins again. Baltimore two, Cowboys three, Carolina shockingly is fourth in terms. Because you don't yards. need a lot of yards to beat them. <laughs> Yeah. Just pack it in, you kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Like top eleven. You're trending defense. towards the top ten defense. If you keep playing this way, you'll be a top ten defense. We're number two in rush yards. We are number. Wait, did I do that right? Did it? Hold on. Yeah, number two in rush yards, passing yards. We are. We're down there. Yeah, we, we got a ways to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. No, you can pass the Cleveland. Ball. Cleveland's number one in passing, and they are number – where's they in rushing? They're like, like 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So that might be your game it's gonna be plan, a tough, right? That's going to be the toughest game. And that's, and that's next week. We'll see what it ends up being. We'll break that down, of course, throughout the week. But I uh, – I do, I do like the fact that, uh, you know, this, this team has put themselves in a position to finish out the season with seven to eight wins, hopefully nine wins, mm-hmm. uh, finishing out this year because that would mean we went out. And if we went out, guys, I need you all to understand this. If the Chicago Bears went out or even if they go kind of like, yeah, you know I mean, they, they win eight games, seven games, you're talking about the Bears finishing this season. Nine and four, eight and five, or seven and six. You finish the season out above 500. Right. And a backup quarterback played four of your games. Yeah. That's, that's keeping people around. That's keeping people in the building. That's going to get, uh, that's going to allow people to have their jobs. Let's get into this final topic, man, before we get up out of here, man. Appreciate you guys for showing love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five star review. Y'all know what to do over on the podcast side, man. Stop playing with us. Um, the fact that the Bears win the playoff hunt to me is a very interesting topic because I don't want them. I don't want them. You don't want it. I don't want them. You I don't want, the, want it in the I playoff want the draft pick. I want the draft pick. I want them to play well, evaluate, but still lose. We need a draft pick. Draft capital is better than sneaking in and getting mopped in the in the wild card. I would disagree because. You already have draft capital with Carolina. 
they probably don't win another game. Maybe they get one. I don't know which one they get, but maybe they get one. You have a team that is learning to win. And if you go, if you went out and are able to sneak into the playoffs, you're learning to win. And I think the most important thing about having that number one pick is adding a number one pick to a team that most people would say shouldn't have a number one pick, right? Usually your worst teams in the NFL have a number one pick that allows them to try and fight to get better. But this is my scenario. This My scenario with it is you go out, you win eight games, seven games, nine games if you went out right. You add a number one overall or top five level talent to this team. You add somebody that literally you should not have if you're at the top of this draft, an Olu, a Joe Alt, a, a, M, a MHJ. We shouldn't be in the conversation for those players. You add that to a 9-8 and eight team, that mm. team got better. Chris Rakow coming with the, you played to win the game. Hello? You played to win the game. That's the greatest. The hello is the most disrespectful part ever. I'd had to fight Herm for the hello. I'm not going to lie to you. Hello. <laughs> what you mean, hello? I heard you the first time. I didn't need to repeat. I don't know. I think that uh, if we – I personally would like to keep the pick. I mean, uh, I want us to move down. I don't think that we're going to move that far down, though. Right? I, you see, no, you see this the board, is great. Five and eight, five and eight, five and eight, five and eight, four and eight. Yeah, but there's like four quarterbacks that could or not maybe even five. Yeah. That's awesome. There was only two quarterbacks that everybody was clamoring for. Oh, you're they, saying there's gonna be a bidding war for the yes. number one overall pick. They could probably trade down almost twice because who needs a quarterback on this list, right? Uh, uh, you don't trade down twice. Let me get MJH off of you. What was that? Can't let, let me I said you don't trade down twice. Let me get that MHJ off of you. Yeah. I'm just saying, but if they go from he did twice, <laughs> Poles did it twice last year. He went from one to Shout out to him. I mean, listen, if he, you can do it twice, twice, you're a better man than me. I'm, and he I'm picked one up more shot, players. give me 15 minutes. I'm, I'm just saying, I think our pick drops to about 10 or 12. We'll possibly get out. Maybe we can get our three technique. I think I, I'm I'm interested to see this jersey on the, the guy from Illinois. Yeah. He's six foot two or six three, two ninety. Yeah. He's like the same size as Sap, uh, Tommy Harris, all those guys. And Maybe he's that guy. There's another guy late, late too. He's like a six five two from UCLA yeah, defensive yeah. end. And then the other guy that's supposedly hot is uh Chop Robinson. He's like six three two fifty though. He's quick, so it's like, uh, you know, does he play? Is he more of a linebacker? You know, uh, but I think that's the kind of guy we could get with our pick. With this number one pick, we I'd like to get one of those tackles. You know, because I'm sorry, we need. I'd be crazy enough to get if we were somehow able to get two tackles and make one of them a guard. I had this crazy idea. I was telling Drew, what if we slide Braxton Jones to left guard and no. get us a tackle? I said, I, I told him already, you can't switch tackles to guards and guards to tackles yes, like we do. Uh, we don't need to. We need, you need, to, a, you we need, need a, to get people in the position that they thrive in and stop trying to make them into what but, they're not all the time you but need a special level that. of talent right that. some guys can do that i think tevin jenkins is is an elite talent my problem and is so he can kind of move around like that i don't think that everybody can move around like that my my other issue is that we play in chicago it gets cold until we get this dome yeah yeah we can get we can get um marvin harrison jr with, with dj moore 
But like you got to run the ball. If we don't have the line right to even get the lanes to even thwart or throw off the, you know, having a balanced offense, we got to be able to run. I really want to see technically, I want to see some improvement in our running back game. Like I want us to, I, we have not had a top like dog at running back in a long time. It's a, it's been a lot of these good dudes, you know, scrappy guys. But can we? I want an elite running back, but we get a line that can open up some lanes for these dudes. We need that. I want a running back we have with an OC that commits to him. That can who? With an OC that will is willing to commit to him. Right? Yeah, I, I, hear you. I want a. Yeah, I want a. Um, really, really going hard on Braxton Jones or on the Ryan Poles there, right? Yeah. Ryan, well, that's the guy. There we go. All right, cool. I want a. Uh, <laughs> I want a Roshan Johnson. Because Roshan can run the ball well. He can block like, I mean, listen, y'all saw that DJ Moore play. He can block like a lineman. <laughs> it don't make sense how good he is at run blocking, uh, even when he's down the field. And I think that if you commit to running the ball to him. Mike Davis said, you know, Pat ain't wasting a slice of cheese on the running back. You dang right. I'm not here to commit You dang you. right. I, I think that you already have that. You know what I would say this? Uh, my man uh, in New York, you know, I, uh, Saquon's no. free agent. No. I said too. Why not we, sign we, it for we, two we years? We're not going to invest that kind of money Why? in a running back. Why, Why? not? We, Why got, am I we can running win backs? Because, now, because now you're going to win Why now. Why am I signing running backs? But, but look, I, I was high on Roshan. I want Roshan to do well. Uh-huh. But I haven't seen it. I've seen the eye test. Dante has passed the eye test more than Roshan has. Dante's got the ball more than Roshan has. But when he no, but even when he gets the ball, they dude, they're barely playing. They have the same amount of yardage, don't they? <laughs> they have the same amount of yardage, but Roshan is getting four carries in a game. Okay. Deontay, all right, now you want to get seven. technical. Okay, now we're gonna get technical. Oh, this I thing mean, is really listen. focusing on that that dang post. Wait, wait, post. Yeah, you got you got to switch that background, brother. You got right. you got to throw that back to the regular background. It really they, they can't tell us apart. The camera can't tell me and Ryan apart. Yeah, hold up, here we go. Oh, oh, I gotta go the other way. You you both you both light skinned it. They did say you look like him. <laughs> I've been told this many a times. I've been told this many a times. No, I'm not. I'm not paying for Saquon Barkley at all. I, that's, that's you can take. Why that's not? Market. You does well. You got all this extra cash laying around, and you're ready because to go I in. Need, I still need other positions. In Joel. two years, I'm not saying Joel, eat up I need all your two cap. pieces at a minimum on your defensive line. But you're going to draft them. There's nobody coming out. I as can't free agent. draft everybody, Joel. Everybody ain't going to hit. Yes, but my point is that there aren't a lot of free agents that's coming out that's even really hitting. Like, we're almost in the same boat as last year. There's not a lot of talent as a free agent. You're going to have to draft regardless. I, I would say you need to draft your offensive line. I think you can find talent on the defensive line. I think that you can definitely find talent in the DB market. It's probably more of a DB year than anything. Uh, and I'm not overpaying for freaking running backs. You're paying for talent. Wanna, look, at, look at what Christian McCaffrey want, has done want, for San Francisco. San Francisco's got the full team built. And they that's got what we're about to do. If we fix this, center to guard. Yes, we, we, we don't fix, have our, we don't have our identity down yet. If we get this line fixed next year, you can you can take a flyer on Saquon for two years. A flyer on Saquon for two years is twenty five million dollars. They what, what other than that, what are they gonna do with that money? He's not doing anything. You signed players done, that are in when positions he's done, of impact. Yes, but you don't think they're gonna be smart enough to know that when his contract ends is when we can start paying certain guys. Who's coming up for a contract soon? Tevin? Who else? Tevin is this year. You also have to find a way to keep around Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. Okay. Um, who else is up for contract this year? 
Somebody else is up for contract this Does year. Does the chat know who else is coming out? Somebody else is up for contract this year. Oh, DJ Moore. Duh. The most important person is on the he, team. Really? I didn't we re- have to pay him. Well, okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'd like to get a dynamic running back in this room or at least get the line so dominant well, that we can have that, a three-headed Joe, running back. The 50s away. You know, stop it. <laughs> you, you know, know what? I mean? like, I'm fine if we go earth, wind, and fire. How the Giants did it with uh, Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh, geez, I can't remember those other two dudes. <laughs> Mon Bradshaw and the rest of them. <laughs> what was Bar- uh, uh, Tiki Barber? Tiki Barber. Ahmad Bradshaw and not Justin. T- who was the big guy? He was the, that was the earth, was. the big guy. Yeah. But I'm fine if we can do that. What is that? Eight? 2008 Giants? Something like that. Yeah, they beat, I think they beat the uh, Patriots. I'm fine if we have a three-headed running back monster if the line is improved. It doesn't matter what you have if you don't give the football to your running backs. And I think that's the biggest issue, right? The, the line Chicago, sucks. That's why the I Chicago the Bears, Chicago Bears Justin Fields in the last three games has run the football, I believe, 52 times. The running backs collectively have run the football like Jacobs, 64. Yes. Well, I understand you're you. not giving the football to your running backs, and so that's the problem with the running back yet. position. Right, but our line isn't good. We need to invest in this line. But my point is, if but we have when enough, you give fleet- the football to the running backs, they get positive yardage. When you give the football to Deontay Foreman, he moves the ball in the right direction. Uh huh. Give want, the football want, to Deontay Foreman is the answer. It's not go pay twenty five million dollars for two years for a running back. What, okay, now you're trying to play it like I just don't know what I'm talking about. My point is that he's a dynamic playmaker, and if we have extra cash that we can expend, and it times out perfectly with some other players, of course, not at the hindrance of building this team. I never said that, but I would like to see another dynamic playmaker come in here, a la like a Christian McCaffrey, and seeing the difference that he's made for San Francisco. He's one of those type of talented running backs, not just a regular average guy or my guy, Bijan. <laughs> I wanted Bijan. <laughs> it's okay though. I'll be all right. Nobody wants Bijan. I'll be all right. I know. But first round running backs. I know. How well, much impact Jameer Gibbs have yesterday? He's he's. I don't know. He's part. Six, he's, six in the late round, first round. Six, six, a late round. What? And he like the th- was he the thirty first? Jameer Gibbs third? a top ten pick. Was he? Yes. Was he nine? Oh, he was. Yeah, I guess so. Gross. The whole the whole point is that <laughs> I didn't say take a fire on him. I'm talking about the guys that are Gross. like. Generational talent type running backs, Adrian Peterson, Saquon, Christian McCaffrey. It's not a lot of them, but I want one of those guys. Everybody else is running mildew. But I digress. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. There's no way I'm uh there's no way I'm picking up uh a running back, ladies and gentlemen. This is not 2005 Chicago Bears football. Y'all know how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. If you had gave the ball to the running back when you needed to give the ball to the running back, we'd have a Super Bowl. Man, you we're still lying. not giving the ball to the running back. You ain't lying, <laughs> we were up. That's so crazy. Hey, bro, it is what it is. I, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and the chat is getting a lot of love to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a, a free agent that I no, think a lot of people now. feel are over is over the yeah. hill. But uh, Derrick Henry is still a uh... that's the juggernaut. Yeah, he's juggernaut in real life, but he's. See, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I saw this from the chat from uh, Olin Krutz, who I don't know if it's a real Olin Krutz or not, but shout out to you for tuning in. Hey, you know, uh, if Olin Krutz, if that's him and he and he please come on the show. We'd if he's over there talking about, thank you, fine, I'll be lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> be on the show. No, um, 
Well, DJ Moore got the contract extension. I, I'll in take Carolina. that insult. Thanks, Olin. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got him gold on my. Hey, I, I, I know he's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> look, DJ Moore is uh, is he got extended in Carolina. That makes sense. I didn't think Carolina. that he was. Yeah, that makes I thought, sense. I thought that they still had to give him his extension, but he's got uh, whew, 19 million coming. Yeah. 19 million, 15 million, 14 million. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some money is coming his way. You got to extend him in two years, pretty much. Either way, we still got to improve the offensive line. All I was saying was with a, a uber talented type of running back like those guys, it would be nice to have another weapon because basically that's what San Francisco has. They got two of them because uh, Debo. I mean, he's a multi-talented receiver slash kind of running back, dude. I think I think the difference is though, right? Like you you look at San Francisco and uh, they weren't good when Debo Samuel wasn't there. Right. The offense didn't work when Debo Samuel wasn't there. I think your game-changing piece is the guy that can be the wide receiver and/or running back if you need him to. But McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, is a great accentuation piece. To what Debo Samuel I does. think he's been an insurance. He's not the end-all, be-all. No, but he's been an insurance policy for when Debo's down. The whole point is that it's just a lost. Weapon. Huh? <laughs> the three games Debo was down, they got their butts kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's a, yes, he played. He's an insurance. <laughs> right, you just got to tip the cap on that <laughs> I forgot to switch over to my GM hat. You know? <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. Oh, God. Now he's the GM. That's why these takes have been so bad. Hey, man. <laughs> Let's finish it out here. Let's finish it out with the uh, best and worst of the weekend. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. Uh, was it so tiny? Oh, there it is. Oh, whoa. Oh, a grower, not a shower. I see. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, boys. Uh, what was the best thing you saw this weekend? What was your best of the weekend? Best of the weekend. In. I mean, the main thing was the seeing the Bears win was great. The, the second half of that team was what was the best for me. It felt good that there was some like uh, some type of confidence in the squad. Uh, worst, I got to come back to you. I hadn't thought about what was the worst. It was really just a for me a great weekend. I'm trying to think in sports. I guess that NBA tournament was like, eh. I think LeBron won another championship. <laughs> you know, there's, it reminds me of like Michael winning that championship in, in France. In the, in the last dance, <laughs> <laughs> hide that from Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I got. What about you? My best of the weekend, back to back Bears wins. It's got to be the best, right? I mean, like, listen, it, look, I I don't know if we'll see this at all, so I have to say that this is my best of the weekend because that's the only. This may be the only time that we see back to back wins from the Chicago Bears for a while. I don't know. I hope not. I'd love to see more. Uh, my worst of the weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs whining about Kadarius Toney clearly being offsides, clearly being offsides. Chris Rakowski. He didn't say anything. My best of the weekend also being uh, 700 mil to show Hill Tiny. That's great. And he didn't come to the Cubs. Foul. I love that. Uh, that's a great best right there. But he didn't, he didn't complain. They all defended him. What are you talking about? Did you say Kadarius Tony? No, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he went off. Complained. Right, he went off. The, the, entire, whole, the whole team went uh, off. Uh, Even Andy Reid. But they went off at the refs because they. No, they all complained about the the refs. They the said call, you took away a play from a hall, hall that's fame. going to affect a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. Because 
we didn't win this game. Shut up. I get it. You're the best quarterback. I'm going to be real with you. Talent-wise and how he's went out there and won, he's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Pat Mahomes is amazing. That's got to be the worst moment for him because yeah, that's was, an idiotic statement. He was hot. It, it was. What are you mad about? Are you mad that Kadarius – are you just trying not to take your anger out on Kadarius Tony? That's exactly what it is. Because then don't don't be mad about the reporters. Don't be mad at the refs because now you're throwing dirt in the wrong places. Throw dirt in the places that they belong. The fact that well, – were they're eight and six now? To personally, I loved it. I, I laughed. Six. I laughed when I saw that <laughs> It's just like – it's like there's no way that you're sitting there and you're saying Kadarius Tony. Oh. Wasn't offsides. This is one of the worst things that we've seen. This is one of the worst play calls I've ever seen in my life. Uh, uh, what Andy Reid say? It's an embarrassment for the NFL. No, he no. The funny thing was, he's like normally, you know, normally they give us a warning. A warning. You know, normally they let us know. That was what. And what he was saying was normally right as Kadarius Tony is one of those players, um, right as a wide receiver. The ref will tell you if you're outside the numbers, and even Ocho Cinco said this yesterday, right. if you're outside the numbers, they will tell you you're past the line of scrimmage. Why? Because you're not, you can't, right? Maybe you can't see the football as well. If yeah. you're inside the numbers in a bunch set, you have to take yourself and look at the ref and say, Am I good? And the referees will still go back it up. Oh, I know what the worst was. I did not like that hit on Justin Fields up the middle. Like, I hated that. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I was pissed. He's never going to get a, a late uh, call. I mean, it was just He's a He's never going to get a, a late QB hit. That wasn't late. No, no. It wasn't about late. I'm talking about it looked like I had, he just ran up the gut and the linebacker trucked him. And it was like, you're going to get this man killed. Yeah. Uh, other thing in the best of the weekend, um, doing very well in my fantasy leagues, and I'm looking like I'm the number <laughs> one. Where's the number Where's one. The womp, womp sound? No, don't hate, don't hate. The hate is so strong as I'm number one in my league, and I think I'm number. Three. I don't even know if I make the playoffs uh, in your league this year. Uh, I'll double check for you. I don't even know uh, if I'm gonna make the playoffs this year that? in your league. Uh, yeah. I know in the other league, uh, I, I started off injury prone. It was over. It was over the second the season started. I had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you're eleventh. Yeah, that's how it's yeah. over. You're like, I had Aaron Rodgers, and I had uh, what's the other QB that, that was gone for the season? I'm number uh, two. I'm number two in our. I had league. somebody else, and I, I lost the both. I had no quarterbacks. But uh, no, my uh, my fantasy squad? team, and so Drew's in the six. You're trash. Yeah, yeah. And, dang. Uh, oh, sorry. Whoa, he that. said he wow. said trash hard. <laughs> wow. That's why you get the hard R's, the super producer. <laughs> No, I'm excited. I think I'm going to num no, number two. I'm sorry, number two in mine because what's name got a tie. Mm -hmm. And he's been holding on to that tie for half the season. And I have more points than everybody. But that tie is keeping him just af afloat. Anyways, that's what Hey, I'm man. Talking. That's the best and worst of the weekend. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. Uh, I think we're going to get up out of here on that because uh, Bulls basketball is on. And uh, – we got a Monday night football on. We got a ton of games coming your way. So tune in with us on that as well as we'll be talking about that throughout the rest of the week. Uh, for the super producer, Joel Holt and Drew. I said Andrew, not Andrew, but it's a double entendre. I like that. Ah. Boy, Pat, the designer back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. <laughs> Bars. <laughs>